What's up, everyone? Welcome to Play the Right Way Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Finnamore. Today is Friday, December 18th, 2020, and this is episode number 11. Hope everyone's doing well. Let's get right to it. Last night, I watched a couple of good college games. I checked out Kansas and Texas Tech. Kansas came out on top 58-57. Well-played game in the Big 12. Bill Self against Chris Beard, two fine coaches. There was one thing that really stuck out last night, actually a couple of things, but there was a really bad offensive foul called on the Kansas player. I threw it up on my Facebook page, and a lot of people chimed in. And and unfortunately, you know, it, it's just like Jay Billis said last night, he really made it known it was such a bad call. I mean, the defender just slid in there. Kansas player was going to the basket. Like, people are saying, well – the defense is in legal guarding position, but how come we don't give the offensive player, you know, a, a, any any love? You know, the guy's making a nice move to the hole. He's almost in flight, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the guy's not Houdini. He can't just stop in midair and just, you know, avoid contact. I just don't like how the defensive player slides in there and, and he's waiting for the offensive player. So bad call all around. A lot of flopping going on now in college basketball. I think these players are, are watching the NBA players. Because I don't think this kind of behavior is being taught in practices. So it'd be nice if they cleaned it up. And I've seen a couple of flopping warnings. Jay Billis was really, really adamant about it last night. So that was pretty cool. You know, speaking of Jay Billis, a lot of people enjoy him. They like listening to his, uh, his work. You know, he writes things about the game. He's, he's kind of like the guardian of the game. John Feinstein wrote a great article yesterday in the Washington Post about college football and college basketball. They need a commissioner. And I agree. We need someone who's in charge of, you know, the sport. My two candidates would be Dan Dockich and Fran Fraschilla. Those two guys, I think, would make great commissioners for college basketball. Here's why. They played. They coached. They've been around as analysts. And, and they've seen a lot. So I really think, and, and they're in tune with today's you know game, today's players. They talk to coaches, they talk to administrators. So I really think those two guys would be great candidates for that. As for football, I don't know, maybe Urban Meyer, because I love listening to Urban speak. Last night, uh, you know, it was snowing. Here, here's the thing that gets me, guys. When it snows or the day before we're anticipating a snowstorm, is it me or does it seem today in 2020 that everybody like flips out? I mean, we're all worried, you know, do this, do that. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. As a kid, teenager, I don't remember people, you know, going around talking about it so much. You know, you just went about your business. My guy, Pat Donnelly from U of D Jesuit, he uh, put out a tweet yesterday about kids going out and do some shoveling, maybe uh, help somebody out of, a, you know, a bind, someone gets caught in some snow with their car, help them out, go shovel a store, go shovel a, a house, make some money. I remember we used to go to Holy Name Schoolyard and shovel a court. It, w- it was the only choice we had. If we wanted to play, we had to shovel a court. So I'm sure a lot of people listening to this always shovel a court when they were younger. Speaking of that, I used to coach at St. Peter's College in Jersey City in 2005. And I, I took the job. John Cofino, assistant coach, helped me get it. Uh, Bob Leckie was the head coach. He hired me. I'm, I'm so grateful for those two guys. 
and it was a great experience. I made $30,000 that year. I left my wife and daughter back here in Michigan. Uh, I lived in my sister's basement for the whole season. It was great. I had the time of my life. And if you get an opportunity, take a job. Okay, someone offers you a job. Don't worry about the money. You'll find a way. If you really love coaching like I do, you'll jump at a chance to become a Division One assistant coach. But with all that being said, coaching is coaching at any level. If you get an opportunity to coach high school, do it. If you get an opportunity to coach middle school, do it. But just remember, man, give everything you got. Let's see what else. Uh, the rules. You know, we're talking about the offensive foul, the flopping. I, I heard this morning from a reliable source on rules committee in college, they're all coaches. How about putting some officials on that rules committee? I mean, here are the guys. They're in the arena. Uh, they see the game. They work a lot. They know the game. So why not include them when there's time, you know, when it's time to change the rules or fix a rule or add a rule or take a rule away? Bring in some officials and, you know, give them some input because I think they're worthy of it. Hey, big game tomorrow, Iowa and Gonzaga. I can't wait. Two of the top five teams in the country. Everybody has Gonzaga number one. I think Iowa's three behind Baylor. So I'm really looking forward to checking that game out. Should be uh, a great game. Today's schedule, Friday, again, December 8th. We start out with my alma mater, Central Michigan University, taking on Western Michigan University. It's a big rival. I remember being at a couple of those games when I was an undergrad at CMU. That game starts at 2 o'clock today. At 5 o'clock, we got BYU and San Diego State. If you haven't seen the Aztecs of San Diego State, I highly re recommend you check in today at 5 o'clock. That game's on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Coach Dutch has done a really good job out there taking over for his uh, longtime boss, Coach Fisher. Tonight, 6 o'clock, is another good game. The Richmond Spiders taking on Loyola Chicago. Uh, that's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Shout out to John Sarge Sears for that one. Davidson taking on Rhode Island tonight at 7 o'clock. That's on uh, ESPNU. And then at 9 o'clock tonight, we have Iowa State and West Virginia. That's also on ESPNU. I know a lot of people like Bobby Huggins at West Virginia. His teams always play hard. You know, a lot of people have been talking, especially this year, does Bobby Huggins deserve to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts? So let's give that a thought. Hey, real quick on that Marquette-Seton Hall game last night. Seton Hall came out on top on the road, 70-63. to That game was on Fox Sports 1. Steve Lavin was on the color. I think Lavin's one of the top five color analysts in, in sports today. I love listening to him. Again, he's got all the necessary traits. He tells you how things happened. He tells you why things happened. Okay, he doesn't sit there and just tell us what happened. It's it's one of my pet peeves when an announcer, you know, talks about a player driving down on the left side and goes in with his left hand and, and makes the layup and he tells us what we saw. I get it. How do you get how do you get to the basket? Did he use an in and out dribble? Did he use a hesitation? Did he use a ball screen? You know, let us know how things happen. Also, I love Kevin Willard of Seton Hall. I think he does a really good job. I love his demeanor on the on the sidelines. Uh, he gets through to his players, and you know he led them to a big win last night. I'm really coming down to the end here. When when I talked about coaching earlier, you know some of the traits that I've learned over the years: honesty, work ethic, relationship building. I think that's so important. Uh, 
not only with your players, but with administrators, with fans, with the media. I think it's really important to have a relationship with the local media because those guys and gals, they do a really good job and they have a job to do. You got to bring energy. You have to bring effort, bring enthusiasm. You know, even if it's not in your personality, find a way to energize, you know, your players on the court during practice, during the games, halftime locker room, character. That's number one. It really pains me. It, it saddens me almost when I hear about these adults, these male adults who, who perform deviant behavior, lack of character. Uh, you see it all the time. You know, you see stories about coaches, youth coaches, abusing children, abusing teenagers. It's got to stop, people, because you're losing your job, you lose your family, and and, and your life just goes downhill. It's hard to get those. Uh, it's hard to get that reputation back. Uh, you got to be prepared. Make sure you, you you prepare for your practices. Learn the learner. That's something I learned from Pete Carroll. The one thing I always try to do, and I don't want to be preachy here, but give this a shot. I try to improve every day in coaching, health, my life, and with my family. So. Learn the learner, and what that means is your players, your students in school, learn what makes them tick. Be less negative. Don't worry so much about, you know, concentrating on being more positive. Try to be less negative. Uh, keep things simple, and always remember, last but not least, have passion for what you're doing. Because you know what? If you're passionless, I, I, I think you're in the wrong profession. You're in the wrong area, because I love getting up in the morning working on this podcast. I love doing some writing. When I was coaching at Lansing Sexton and East Lansing, I, I enjoyed going to work every day to coach the guys. Well, that's all for now. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Uh, be careful on the roads if you got some snow. You remember, Iowa, big game tomorrow against Gonzaga. I'm looking forward to that. You have a great weekend. I appreciate you tuning in. And remember, always play the right way. Take care.